Yeah, 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 here we go, let's go, it's the 20 by 20 podcast, and we're your host, Nathan McFly, with... What up, what up, this your nigga Woodrow, man, aka Quarantine Bay of this fucking wrestling podcast shit, what up, man? What's going on, my brother? Isolated. Word, right? I- dilated. Yeah. <laughs> This yeah, is uh, part two of the quarantine sessions, bro. Part two? Jesus. Yeah, week two. Uh, you know, I thought working from home more would be fun. That is stressful, bro. As an essential worker, big quotations. <laughs> I mean, even though, you know, we're sitting within the medical field, um, Man, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy, crazy, crazy week. COVID is running rampant and just, you know, it's it's putting a lot of things in perspective. If I could just, like, go in real quick. <laughs> nah, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. It just really shows, like, what's really important in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never thought I would not see, like, an NBA season finish or NFL, MLB, like... You know, like, what COVID is affecting, besides, you know, the people, um, but just what we put, you know, this, what we put our attention to, and, and, you know, just the things that we we focus on, and, uh, like, a big part of it is, like, the entertainment, Mm -hmm. and it just seems like those things don't really matter, like, all that shit disappeared, you know what I'm saying, and you got... You got people going through real shit right now. And going through a lot, yeah, I'm, man. I'm sure some people do want the NBA back, you know, that you know, that aren't working with them or whatever, but it's just such a crazy time where it's just like it's really putting a lot of things into perspective and it's allowing people to really see like who we are as humans and you know, fucking People are still not practicing social distance and uh, distancing and still not, you know, taking it serious. And they're fucking, you know, they're, 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 um... they're fucking. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, seriously, seriously. They're like, they're, they're basically, oh man, I'm just, I'm so disappointed in New York City. Um, I'm just disappointed in just the way this has been going in our city, and I'm just at a loss for words right now. I'm fucking sick of it. I'm sick of COVID. I'm sick of this whole shit. No, man. Yo, co- yo Corona mania, bro. It's running wild, my nigga. Like, they're, they're telling people what to do in order for this to either subside or just ultimately die down. You know what I'm saying? And people are doing the reverse of what they're supposed to do. Like, you know, like, I'll be be honest, I'll go outside, but it's probably for, like, a half hour the most, you know, I'll go for a run, I'll go to the store, you know, if I need something in the crib, and I'm gonna go, of course, I'm gonna go with the mask on, gloves, just to make sure that, you know, I'm good, and, you know, that's it, but as I'm doing all that, I'll pass by a park, and then you got, you know, you got the Mexicanos, they're still playing their push ball, 
I'm like, yo, how are you yeah. playing volleyball, my man? It's like, how you got the whole family out? Like, it's a fucking Saturday, Saturday afternoon barbecue. They're wondering why they got the whole park to themselves. Yeah, they're wondering why they could put up about 17 nets now. They're like, oh, shit, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, my nigga, put on Univision and fucking look at what's going on, bro. Like, And then I, I kind of like the way um, Cuomo's been, you know, handling it. Like, he's really trying to put the pressure on people. And, and the fucking mayor is looking like a bobo over there not knowing what the fuck going on and shit. Shit is nasty, bro. Yo, citizens in New York, man, stop overwhelming your your local public hospitals, man. Stop <laughs> calling, talking about your throat itch, man. If you ain't stay got a home. symptom, just stay home. <laughs> stay home. Take care of yourself. Drink some third flu. Word. You know what I'm saying? A little, Take a couple shots or something yeah, dark. You know, some some ginger, cinnamon, and and uh, trumen, trumen or whatever the hell that's called. That, that shit works, man. It's helped to build the immune system, bro. There you go. You know? I mean, because right now what we don't need, we don't need people in the streets. We don't need people overwhelming the hospitals. And we don't need people, like, passing this shit back and forth. Like, yeah, it's like, man. see it all over again. Yo, Gen X, spring break is a wrap. Stop trying to fucking party, bro. Hey, diablo, bro. Th- these motherfuckers was, yo, filling up the beaches in Florida. Shit was wild, B. Shit look nasty. Yo, let me ask you a question. Yo. Are wrestlers considered essential workers? Uh, I don't think so, to be honest with you. I, I don't think they're considered essential workers. I know they're they're like private enti- enti- entities. I know that's what they are. They're like contractors. You know what I'm saying? They get signed to work for a company. They don't get, you know... Because they don't get, uh, whatchamacallit, health insurance and all the other stuff that comes with getting a getting a job. It's not unionized or anything like that. They're just their own their own, their own own business, being signed to do a job. Hmm. So how can they still do these shows and shit? Yo, I don't know, man. They, they're, I mean, they, there's reports out that, like, there's a, there's a lot of wrestlers that didn't feel safe traveling and, you know... The company okayed it. They're like, all right, cool. If you don't feel safe traveling, that's cool. You're not going to be penalized for this. So, I don't know, man. I mean, if that's the case, they probably should have done that with, with the whole with the whole roster. Like, this is, you know, it's crazy that WWE is the only, like, form of sports entertainment on TV right now. Or just pro wrestling in general, because AEW still got their show as well. Oh, so AEW is still... Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, so it's AEW and WWE. Yeah, so it's like pro wrestling is the only form of sports entertainment on. Mmm, that's true. And it's wild, you know? Like, I mean, look, look. I understand. I kind of understand why they're doing it. Because, you know, one, the money, of course. Two, is like, I think they're just trying to, like, you know... Give give people something to watch that are like you know kind of like take the, take their mind away from all the negativity that they're seeing on TV because this shit is all over the TV. I mean that's fine, but people can't do their stand up acts. I mean I'm sure they could stand up there alone with no crowd, but yeah, but all the pop and circumstances gone. 
I just can't. I just, I, I, it's nasty, bro. It's very nasty. Like, you're supposed to, like, you know, you're supposed to have, like, 50% or 25% of your workforce. You know what I'm saying? And you're supposed to practice social distancing, you know, staying six feet within each other. So how are they getting off these matches? Yo, dude, they're definitely not staying, staying six feet away from they're each other. They're not. And I see they're touching each other's faces. They're doing wow. They they putting their heads in between each other's legs. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing wild shit. Yo, it's wild, bro. It's wild. Like, and, and you know what's funny is that like, all right, yesterday on SmackDown, right? Uh, Nikki Cross goes to the goes to the announcing booth and. <laughs> Yo, Michael Cole's like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. What are you doing here? Who approved of this? And she just gives him a hug. I'm like, great, great. Yo, <laughs> serious? He's like, what are you doing? Who approved of this? Was this approved? And she's like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's mad funny. You know, you know what's crazy? I just got like taken back from from that hug. Like, yo, like, why would you hug him? We're going into like fucking demolition, man. Yo, it's like that human contact. Like that shit is dead. Like we're not doing that no more. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yo, <laughs> this shit is wild. Yo, so I'm saying, like, all right. With that being said, right? How how do people go to events now? Then, let's they say don't. after after all this, after all this is over. You know, and and stuff starts getting back to to a normal state. Like, how how how's anybody gonna be able to enjoy an event without thinking if they're gonna get sick if they sit on this chair? You're gonna see a lot of people rocking masks, just like they do in Asia. You know what I'm saying? In uh, in like China. Everybody's going to be rocking masks, rocking gloves, <laughs> walking around with the wipies. Yo. Yo. We need, imagine... we need to come out with a portable wipey. <laughs> yo, dude. Imagine, yo, God forbid, like, or somebody get robbed. All right. Uh, what did the person look like? He had a doctor's mask on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it's going to be like, yo. Oh, man. But I seen his eyes. His eyes, they look mean, and they were green. For like, real. His, his left eye was looking south. <laughs> his right eye was looking north. And I think it stays like that. I don't know. Like, it's it's going to be, it's going to be, like, ridiculous, bro. It's going to be very, very weird. And it's, and, like, have any wrestlers gotten sick? Like, All right. no, none of these niggas got coronavirus? So... Let's get into our first topic with you saying that. WrestleMania is is looking like it's in flux right now. Like, nothing makes sense about what's going on with this pay-per-view event. It, and, it, and it worries me because I feel like WWE is just putting themselves more and more in a hole. Like, trust me, man. I couldn't, yo, I give Vince McMahon all the props in the world for trying to make this event come come to life. And giving us something to watch, but it's just looking like he's hurting himself more in the long run. You feel what I'm saying? Like, 
Andrade's out with an injury. It had nothing to do with, you know, uh, being sick or anything, but supposedly he might have gotten injured uh, on Raw during his match against the Street Profits. And then we had the six-pack challenge that was supposed to be for the SmackDown Women's title. It's going to be a, a fatal five-way now because Dana Brooke and supposedly Dana Brooke and Rey Mysterio are in quarantine due to illness. So then we have multiple superstars who are not being named have been sent home because of illness with either flu-like symptoms or high fevers. Then Reigns pulled out of the match with Goldberg because, you know, he has a he has a vulnerable immune system because of his cancer history, which is right. to, like, yo, I, I totally agree with that. He shouldn't have been out there regardless. And we also have... You know, a whole bunch of other superstars who just stayed at home because they didn't feel safe traveling. So they were like, you know what? Yeah, just stay home if you don't feel safe. And we also have a report of Murphy was supposed to be on Raw, but he wasn't clear to be on Raw. So it didn't say anything about it being an injury or him being sick. He just wasn't clear to go. With all this, all, all this shit going on, is it even worth for the company to keep going as planned? It's not. Like, I, I don't think they're going to... But you know what? It's just us as fans seeing it. Like, they might not be taking a hit. Maybe financially, the hit is way more than what we're seeing here. Like, it's like they have to put this on. I know they have... Uh, the sponsor is Snickers. So, who knows how much money Snickers gave fucking WWE for that sponsorship. This shit is crazy. Yeah, bro. And... Going back to the rain situation, you pointed out earlier while we were talking, he he pulled out because he seen the Usos was mad that uh, Miz showed up to the tape and sick. Yeah, I don't know how true that is, but if that is true, that's fucking that's fucked up. Yeah, it's like he, he could have stayed home. Like, and he has a, a wife and kid too, so it's like I don't know. I should have just. I mean, again, I I totally understand Roman Reigns or anybody not wanting to do this shit. Like, it's all on Vince, I'm sure. Like, whatever he can get out of it, I mean, he could just blame. If it's whack, he's just going to be like, yo, it's not my fault. Coronavirus. But we did it. (laughs) We got it off. We got it off, yeah. You know, while NBA, MLB, while everybody was canceling their games, everybody's canceling their events... We stood strong, and we put our shit out, and we were there for our fans. Suck my dick. <laughs> Yo, I mean, he, he's out he's out here shaking and moving, bro, making sure this, this goes down. But it's like, to what extent? Like, yo, you got superstars sick, and, you, you know, you're not naming who's, who's sick or not. And... You got others Yo, just pulling out just because of the just because of the hysteria, bro. This is hysteria be, right now. It could be a worse situation where he he continues to allow everybody to wrestle and everybody's still with it, and then people do start getting sick, and then before you know it, half your roster, maybe more than that, is sick at the same time. Then what the fuck are you gonna do? Not gonna I be- think that that's also like that's the mentality behind this shit, like. Yeah. If you got a couple people that are sick, it's super easy to catch that shit. 
So if you let those couple people that are sick continue to just move around, they're going to get a lot of people sick. And before you know it, your whole fucking NBA association, if, if they would have kept going, Rudy Gobert, they would have had everybody sick. My son was violating the microphones. like Word. When he got called in, he's like, all right, let me but, touch but not everything. Even knowing. <laughs> not, even, not even knowing, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's how it is. So it's just, yeah, Vince is, he's like, fuck it. Yeah. We're going for the gusto, baby. <laughs> 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 but like, and then another thing is, you know, everything is getting leaked, you know? So I'm, I'm wondering if even like taping these shows is even a good idea. Because we just seen the first taping of SmackDown last night. And... And that in that taping, they were still promoting Reigns versus Goldberg when everybody already knew from a day or two ago that Reigns ain't in the match anymore. They were still promoting Miz as part of the as part of the the three way tag team match at WrestleMania, and he's not going to be at WrestleMania anymore. So it's like it's like damn, you got all this going on in your show when the news already came out in real time. Like these niggas ain't going to be there. And it's like, in this age of information right now, which information is so easily attainable, how how effective is a pre-recorded show? I mean, there's not going to be any surprise if you, if you looked at the spoilers, but, I mean, you're still going to watch it. I mean, that's true, like, for, for, for a certain amount of fans, man, because... Another thing, you know, I, I started looking at, I'm like, yo, how the hell does everything in WWE get spoiled? Like, even to the littlest thing of like, let's say, a superstar wanting out of his contract. And him not, you know, putting it out there in social media yet. It's just like, it's just what's making the waves through through the company. And then you have a company like AEW, you hardly hear any type of spoilers coming out of there. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a good example of some shit. It has everything to do with social media and just like the availability of the internet. Because I remember, this is a true story, I remember when Remy Martin shot, you know, that person or whatever went down. Yeah. Um, I knew somebody from that block. So they talked. They told me like on some next day shit. Like people didn't hear about that shit until like a month after. Yep. If there was social media, people would have heard about it that moment. Right. Oh, I just seen Remy shot shot this girl or whatever. I felt like I heard about it on some early shit because I heard about it the next day. Yep. So it's like. Information is just going to travel. So it's like now, if you tell somebody something, that person knows this person, that that person that could tell Dave Meltzer or this, that, and the third, or however it's going to go, however the information is going to flow, and it's just going to come out. That's wild, man. And like- how, how AEW kind of keeps their shits on the wraps is pretty dope, I guess. Yeah, because then you're not... You're not all the way, you know, spoiled in what what you're watching. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine imagine being a star of a TV show, right? Or just like one of the one of the B characters, 
and you're running to all these other gossip columns about what's happening on the show or what's going to happen in the season finale. Nigga, they, they know it's you. You're going to get fired. You know what I'm saying? Or you do something stupid, you're going to get fired. And then it's going to be in, it's going to be so like hard for you to go get another job or even be on a show of that caliber that you were on before that. And you don't see that happening in, you know, in pro wrestling. It's like, damn, bro, like these motherfuckers could do anything they want. And it's like, yo, the people working for the company are hurting the company. So it, you know, in all, all reality, you're hurting yourself at the end of the day. Because if that company goes down, you're you're going down with it. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that WWE is going to go down because of, of everybody spoiling shit. But it's just, you, you can see it. There's a under, under, there's a hidden underlying fact that all these people are so mad with the way WWE does their business and the way they present their show that they would rather sabotage it to not see it anymore. That's crazy. Like I, that, that's how it looks to me. You know what I mean? And I don't care if people call me like a WWE mark or whatever the fuck they're saying now throughout the fucking internet. But it's like, yo, dude, it, it's pure facts. Like you're you're not wanting to spoil AEW shit because you 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 like that show. Not you know AEW's fire. Don't get me wrong. They they got some they got some good talent there. And they put on some phenomenal matches. But it's like, yo. Listen, it's all within the same umbrella. It's professional wrestling. This entertain, it's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like treat it as so. Yeah, man, I hear you, bro. Shit is um, wild, bro. Imagine, imagine somebody's like, "Oh yeah, um, Moxley's gonna drop the belt to this guy." Da 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 da. And you're like. Nah, nah, nah. And then this shit happens. You're like, oh, this motherfucker spoiled it for me. Like, this is they go online saying, yo, I already have the the results to WrestleMania, but I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. Or maybe I will. And supposedly he's he's been spoiling events for like years now. And it's like, why? What, what do you get out of that? Motherfuckers, you know what they doing it for? Clout. There you go. They want that Cicero juice. <laughs> they doing it for the clout, bro. These they want guys that Cicero are, juice, bro. Oh, my God, bro. It, it's just... It, it sucks. It sucks, bro. Like, the minute I heard that everything was going to be taped, and, you know, even WrestleMania has been taped already this week, supposedly, I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to go on the web and see results or anything like that. I don't want to hear it. I just want to watch the event without anything being spoiled. Hold on. They said they already taped it? Supposedly they taped it this this Wednesday and Thursday they passed. Oh shit! That's what and, I'm and when is when is it supposed to air? This, this next Sunday. Sun, next Sunday. Next, next Sunday. Next Saturday Sunday. Oh yeah, that's right. It's two days. Yeah, because it's too big for one day. Yo, Vince is a sick bastard, bro. <laughs> that nigga changed, bro. <laughs> or maybe it's just been him the whole time, man, and we're just realizing. We're just realizing damn, as we Vince. get older. Yeah, damn, Vince, you changed, man. Like you, you open <laughs> up my eyes. Yo, dude, and it's like I'm even looking at you know the card for this year, and I'm like, yo, this is not a WrestleMania card. Facts, bro. I was like, the only matches I'm looking forward to. Is the AJ and Undertaker? Yeah, 
Um, oh, Edge and and um, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Last man standing. That's pretty dope. And I'm looking forward to Bray Wyatt and fucking uh, John Cena. Oh, definitely, definitely. And and this is another thing. Like we know, Reigns ain't gonna be a part of the a part of the match anymore. And supposedly he he did that when they were about to film like like a couple of days before they were gonna start filming for for WrestleMania. And now they're saying, oh, they they already know who's gonna replace him is Braun Strowman. Like, come on, man, why you had to tell me that for, bro? My nigga Braun Braun. You know, but I'm just saying, like, why you had to tell me that for? Like, I I just wanted to look at the card, and then I looked at this, I was like, ah, the diablo, motherfuckers, be. But like, yo, check. You got Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte, Goldberg versus Braun Strowman, Becky versus Shayna Baszler, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Right there, that's an Edge versus Randy Orton. Right there, sounds like a pay per view card. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then, yeah, I was gonna say, keep going. And then you get you you get on some other shit. Like you got the women's uh, SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> Bailey, Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha, and Tamina. Oh, I, I gotta put I'll Undertaker, I'll Undertaker, and AJ people. Styles on that other on the other side of things. Then you got Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. I I want to see. I kind of want to see how this match plays out because Sami Zayn hasn't really wrestled much in the past year. Oh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. But then SmackDown Tag Team Championship. It can't happen, but they're going to have a singles match between John Morrison and either Jimmy or Jay Uso. For like, the tag titles? They're not saying it's for the tag titles. Okay, okay. It just, it just changed to a singles match. Uso's ain't going to be there. Nah, they're going to be like, yo, this nigga was chilling with, with Miz. I don't want to... Nah, that's just, that shit travels. <laughs> yeah, hell no. You know what I'm saying? And then you had the Raw Tag Team Championship match that was supposed to take place and is going to take place, but it's going to be a team of this kid from uh, NXT, Austin Theory, and Angel Garza versus the Street Profits. And I'm like, that that there's no, nothing there. Like It's just like a, a thrown-together match for, for, for the championship. And then you got Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. Elias versus Corbin, and then Otis and Ziggler fighting over a chick. I'm just like, yo, they could have took the best matches and just held it all in one night. And all these other rinky-dink matches, like, don't even have them, bro. Like, don't even have Morrison versus anybody. Don't even have the Street Profits in it. Aleister Black and Bobby Lashley don't even have them niggas in it. Elias and King Corbin don't have them in there. I mean, Otis and Dolph Ziggler has a story, but just let that play out. On TV for a little while longer. Maybe when you get back into those arenas, that could be a match for you right there. Yeah, what the fuck is the point of the whole two-day thing? Like, what's the point yeah, of that? They're, talk- they're talking about that each each day is only going to be like two hours or some shit like that. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not going to be how WrestleMania has, has been for the last couple of years where it's like five, six-hour shows and shit. Okay. So... I don't know, man. Shit is, shit is wild, man. I want to see how they put Gronk into this shit. He he's just uh, hosting. He's just hosting the event. But, but 
But hosting what? Like, who's he talking to? The, the camera? To us? Yeah, he's talking to us at home, bro. Holy shit. Have you seen Grunt talk? <laughs> I've seen him talk on, uh, on the NFL game show. He's a shows, fucking yeah. goofball. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna MC the event like it's, this is gonna be terrible, bro. Yeah, this gonna... is gonna be with Gronkowski MCing <laughs> your event, being the host. This shit is gonna be nasty. Yo, it's gonna be like when um Hulk Hogan when he when he host when he hosted WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans, and <laughs> he he got the he got the the arena wrong. Cause they were, they oh, were. Lord. <laughs> I seen that. They were in the Mercedes Dome, right? You know, and then he's like, "Yeah, cause we're in a Pontiac Silver Dome, brother." <laughs> like nigga, this like, is WrestleMania Whoa. Thirty, not WrestleMania Three. <laughs> Yo, what's the over under on Gronkowski making sexual jokes while hosting? I'm gonna say like five. Yo, I I would want. The, the the yeah definitely. I'll I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say four, and I'm gonna go over and say five. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! You know what? I wouldn't even make a bet on that because nobody's gonna bet that he's not gonna do it. He's gonna throw in six nine somewhere in there, a sixty nine. Yo, but he he pops crazy hard for that. Like, yeah, but he can't hear the number 69. Yo, his jokes are going to sound so clear because there's not going to be nobody in there. No, oh, nobody man, else. going to be bad. All I right, think we'll that's one happens. of the best things about about the no fans because, like, when these guys are shooting their promos, like, you hear everything they're saying, and, and it's I guess it means more. Like, you actually understand what's going on here. And you don't got a crowd screaming, what, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, see what happens. Oh man, definitely nasty. Super nasty. Fuck, man. But um, you know, AEW got themselves another star in Brody Lee, aka Luke Harper. And I mean, from the moment he he came into A AEW, it seemed like he was poking fun at uh Vince McMahon. So. What I mean by poking fun, like, you know, when he first came in, he was uh he was shooting a promo towards Christopher Daniels in the ring, and he had said he was he was not the first out of touch old man that didn't believe in him. So people think that's like, you know, that's like a shot at Vince McMahon. And this this week they they had like a little vignette and it was like him just eating with two of his boys and then you know, he was just doing stuff that supposedly Vince does. Like, he, Vince doesn't let no one eat around him. He has to eat first, and then everybody can eat. Supposedly. <laughs> and you can't sneeze around Vince because he goes fucking ape shit. So they did all of this within that, within that, uh, within that promo. And he was on Talk is Jericho too this year. I mean, this year, <laughs> this week. And he, he was talking about like you know him and Vince had a pretty good relationship. It's just that a lot of his ideas were either thrown out or not even discussed whatsoever. Right. And the whole the whole thing about him and the southern accent that Vince wanted him to do a southern accent was true. He talked about that and he told Vince, he's like, Yo, 
you know, I'm from Rochester, New York. He's like, I can't do a Southern accent. He's like, I'm not a Southerner. He's like, it's going to sound crazy. So there was this one time he was on he was on TV, and then right before he was going to say his lines, Vince goes into the mic, yo, tell him to do it this way. Tell him to do it with a Southern accent. And it just came out whack. And then, like, Vince, after that day, just kind of, like, I guess, you know, didn't see anything in him anymore. And one of the ideas he had was what they were doing with Rowan. Like how Rowan is like this this big nasty monster, but he talks like, you know, real eloquently. You know what I mean? And that's something he wanted to do. And he said he seen them give it to Rowan. He's like, and it was working for him until they buried him with Alistair Black. Like he, out of nowhere, he loses two matches to Alistair Black. Like out of nowhere. And you know, like he was just talking about all this shit, like a whole bunch of shit, and basically like just spilling all the laundry. And he was he said he said this one thing that that really stuck out to me. He was like that, you know. Vince was always saying that like yo, you know, or like not even Vince, somebody that works for Vince, like one of the talent, one of the talent people, was saying like yo, take that, take what you just put off on Twitter, you know, it's gonna make you know it's gonna make everything look bad. It's gonna try to it's gonna seem like you're trying to leave a sinking ship. And I'm like, I'm like, there he put that out there. You know, like, he put out, like, conversations he had with with the company, people that work with the company, and it, it just didn't, it, it didn't make WWE look good at all. And it's like, damn, like, you know, like, a lot of the shit that people hate about WWE is, like, starting to come to light with some of these guys that are leaving and going to AEW. And it's, and, you know... Honestly, I- Honestly, I, th- I think it's all about, you know, what they want out of the situation. You know, I'm sure there's some guys that are extremely happy in WWE, even when they're not in, like, the fucking light. You know what I'm saying? There's some people that want creative control. There's some people that are happy in their situation and they see the longevity, like your man AJ Styles. He done wrestled all over the place. He's like, I'm just going to finish my career in WWE. Like, because obviously WWE has their system. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of niggas want that that spotlight. But I don't think I don't think uh, Luke Harper's going to get that spotlight in AEW. I mean, he's getting it now. Granted, like, you know, there's there's some shock value there. And he's in a big and, story, too. Like, he's, and he's, he's a- in a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they gave him a nice... You know, they give him a nice storyline to come into. But then what? Because that's, that's always my thing. Like, this is why I, I, I've i grown to really love Moxley. I did not, I was not a Dean Ambrose fan, uh, Dean Ambrose fan at all. I know. I did not like this dude's face <laughs> or his hair or anything about him. I did not like it, bro. And honestly, like, his Moxley vibe is fucking fire. And I fucks with it. He's, like, a totally different person. Like, I do not... It's crazy, like, to me, maybe because, you know, I didn't see a lot of him before 2018 and shit, but he... I I don't get... I get zero WWE vibes from that nigga. Like, he is in his own... He's in his zone right now. You know what I'm saying? And I don't... You know, I I hope the same for Luke Harper, but... You know, we'll have to see. Yeah, I bro. Who knows? Like, you can go to WWE, um, AEW, and be a dud there too. 
I mean, that happened to Sean Spears. Like, everybody said, yo, if you just had the opportunity and all this other shit. And, you know, when he first came in, they gave him, like, a big platform. Like, he, he, he split Cody's head open with a chair. You know? And he came, he went around with the gimmick calling himself the chairman of AEW. And then gets to that match with Cody, and he loses. I mean, it went all downhill from there. Like, I haven't seen him on TV, like, in about probably two, maybe three months. And then when they, I think, what was it, last week or two weeks ago when they started doing their no crowd matches, he's over there looking like a cheerleader. What? So I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, whatever, you know? Like, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Like, you know, sometimes maybe you're not, you're not built for that spotlight. Maybe, you know... That's not you. You're supposed to be the jobber. You're supposed to be the heater, the person that gets everybody on. You're not supposed to be the nigga to get on. Exactly. Or at least not yet. Yeah, you not yet. But you never know when it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like I said, man, I hope he does his thing. I hope Luke Harper, you know, does his fucking thing, man. And, you know, the yeah. shot that Vincent didn't give him. That he's getting now in AEW, I hope he does his thing with it. That and also, you know, like I just think like th- this is this has not been a good week for WWE, man. You know, with with all, all the shots they've been getting, you know, through like when the, when the talent leaves and then they talk about it and they they start uncovering certain conversations they have within the company. Um, the dark side of the ring, the Chris Benoit story, painted them at, off as villains. You know, yeah, and it's just like damn, and it's it's crazy because then it's like when it gets to like the the happy part of the story where like you know, David Benoit, Chris's oldest son, finally gets to see his aunt after like twenty years or some shit like that. They're they're at, they're at an AEW show. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, man. It's yeah. all about the juice. It's all about that Cicero juice. Yo, dude, that shit is wild, bro. I'm like, damn, be like. And it's like, I don't even know if they filmed it like that, but it just looked like they totally shitted on WWE and made AEW look like this, like this saving grace. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and of course, putting these niggas out there during the coronavirus doesn't help their cause anymore. Nah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't, bro. All right, WWE. Que Dios te bendiga, man. (laughs) (laughs) And, yo, the funny thing about everything is, is that AEW is doing the same shit. They're putting their talent out there to perform when all this shit's going on, but yet you don't hear anything. You know, we got to send the the bendiciones to to WWE because they're the ones getting fucking shit for all all of this, bro. Nah, yeah, AEW as well. I I guess it's just nasty because Vince is still trying to do the pay-per-view. You know, he's st- still trying to do a two-day WrestleMania. It's, it's already recorded, so I don't know why everybody's all getting all crazy about it. It's, a, it's recorded already. Everything that we're going to see right now on TV has been recorded. This is going to be all pre-recordings, I think, until the end of the month. I mean, going going into the next month. Sorry, going into the next month. So, they're talking about, like, everything that they're going to be shooting now. 
through the month of April, everything's going to be in the performance center until they open up full sales again. So all the live events and all those Monday Night Raws and Smackdowns that they were going to do, all that shit got shut down. All that shit got canceled. You know, get your uh, get your refunds at point of purchase, you know? And I guess that's the difference between, like, the indies and, you know, these guys. Yeah. Uh, at least the indies, they're, they're not on TV. So their, their show totally stops. Yeah. It totally stops. Like, they there's no money flowing. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are contracted workers. At least in WWE, from what we know. They're contracted workers. And they already they already signed a contract and got paid for it. They're getting they're getting a salary, yearly salary for it. And that's it. They're getting their money regardless. I mean, Braun Strowman put it out there that if he doesn't if he doesn't perform, he doesn't get paid. So I don't know if that's within the contract. I don't know if other people have like, yo, my nigga, you're gonna give me more money regardless. Because I'm pretty sure that's some Brock Lesnar shit. Like, yo, you're going to give me these $5 million a year regardless if I come to the ring or not. You already signed me. Maybe maybe they have, like, similar contracts to professional sports where, especially, like, in football, where it's like you get more of your contract if you play in more games. Yeah. So maybe it's, like, the same thing with, like, Braun Strowman. Like, as long as there's shows, if he reaches a certain amount of shows, he gets a certain amount of bread on his contract. I mean, again, either way, like like you said, like it's not just WWE sending their wrestlers out there. It's also AEW. And, you know, AEW should get some of that nasty vibe, man, <laughs> that we give WWE. Nah, but there's man. just no head. Like, do you blame Cody? Do you blame the Saudi Prince? Like, who do you blame? <laughs> A.K.A. Tony Khan? <laughs> But um, yo, it's just like they they you know you know what it is they're they're so beloved right now. It's like they're gonna be like yo, they're just trying to entertain us, you know. And it's like so then what the fuck is WWE doing? You know they they're both giving us a form of entertainment that no other organization, no other sports are giving us. Like yo, just take it for what it is and enjoy both. Don't don't just side with one. That that's that's what's that's what's like really killing. Like, why are you gonna side with one? They're both putting themselves on the line at, at, to entertain us. You know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's like between apples and oranges, iPhone and um, fucking whatever that other shit is called. I don't even know what that shit is called. Bro. You know exactly what it's called. Stop acting like an AEW stand, bro. All right, it's it's either like iPhone or Android. So it's like people love to pick sides and argue and root for their side and root for their, what they, you know, what they go with. So that's just people in general, man. There's really nothing you could do about that. I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, most wrestling fans are going to watch both because you're getting good wrestling from both. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You're getting great content from both. But in the, in the age of the, uh, of social media and the internet, it's easy to talk shit with no repercussions. So these kids are just, they say everything and anything. I'm telling you, half the people that be like, oh, fuck the Fiend or fuck this wrestler or that wrestler, if they see that wrestler, they're going to get on their knees and they're going to show love. Word. They, they ain't going to come at them and be like, yo, listen, this is what I think you should do with your character or you suck. Nah. It ain't they're going to fan out. Look what happened when, yo, back in the day when niggas thought that John Cena couldn't rap. 
Homie, homie stepped up to him and just spit some bars. And John Cena's like, oh, you want this smoke? And went in, bro. Like, went in. Like, disrespectful it, bars. Disrespectful bars. Like, he just finished watching Smack DVD with fucking Young Jeezy on the cover. It's like he it's like he, he rubbed his nuts with his right hand and then slapped homie in the face. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Wholeheartedly. Who are we talking about here? Huh? Who who are we talking about? Who did uh John Cena battle? No, just like a a random wrestling fan just came out of nowhere and he just started spitting bars. Oh and, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And then Cena just looked at him like, "All right, I got two minutes for you." Yeah, because I seen I seen what soon what Cena did to the Usos. Ever since then, even though I know that's pretty recent, but I just give him his props, man, because he just kept it super real. He kept it super real, and he just like freestyle just out of nowhere. Gotta give him props, bro. But uh, again, we get another fire promo for them from uh, the OG Jake the Snake Roberts. Yo, damn, bro. Even at his age, like his promos have always been so dope. You know, he does that. He does that. Um, that thing that they say that you know wrestlers should do of like talking. In a, in a low tone and not talking too fast and just bringing in and reeling in have uh, the audience, making them more engaged into what you're saying. And the way he just, you know, he's just promoting his mans and Lance and Lance Archer. Like, it's just, uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I have, like, no words for it because I, I just love hearing Jake talk when he spits those promos, yo. And shout out to him on Queen's Flip talking about... uh. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels was mad because, you know, they both wanted Sonny. Uh, let me tell you something, Neeson. <laughs> you sound like Val Venus, dude. When you mess with the sneak, <laughs> you get the fangs. I don't, I don't. <laughs> what, what, what was it that Val Venus used to say? Uh, yo, I forgot, bro. I forgot. When was you it, said, when it you... showtime? I forgot. He, I remember he just called himself the Big Valbowski. It was, hello, ladies. There we go. He said that. Like, that was in the beginning of his song. Yeah, but every time you, every time he went into the ring, that's the first thing he would say. Hello, ladies. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Hell yeah. But, uh, he was, he was, he was the, uh, the second coming of Rick Rude. <laughs> if they would have gave Next him a level. chance, yeah. I mean, he did win the, the IC title once, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I'm I'm pretty yep, sure he won he it did. once. I don't know if he won it twice, but I know he won it once. Um, but you know, not to, to get too far off topic, Cody Rhodes sent out uh a tweet and then he screenshot it and put it on Instagram and he was saying, "I appreciate Lance and his skill set." AEW is glad to have him. I'm not interested in social media angles, though. He will debut this week, but not against me. He has zero record in with AEW. Me, wrestling him does a disservice to others climbing into the top five. Maybe down the road. Huh. All right. And then I think this. If it does a disservice of, you know... Going one on one with Lance Archer, what the fuck were you doing facing Jimmy Havoc, who hasn't been on AEW TV since y'all started? Yeah, but has he been there from the beginning? Who, uh, Jimmy Havoc? 
Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the first signed. Yeah, and I think that's that's kind of the point. I think it's kind of like, you know, this guy was just recently acquired. And he is a hot name, but you just can't throw him in there. Like, there's a lot of other dudes doing their thing that that would be a better look for them if they faced Cody Rhodes rather than him just coming in. You think so? Like, yeah, to be bro, honest, I'm like, just... yo, Cody's been losing. The only time he's been winning is when he when he faces niggas like Jimmy Havoc and and other taran taran niggas that they have over there. You know what I'm saying? Like when when he when he got when he got a challenge in front of him, I don't I don't know, man. Like it's like is he really like he says he's cli- climbing into the top five, my man? You was in a match where if you lost, you can never challenge for the championship again. So what you talking about being in the top five, homie? Bro, every single storyline he's a part of is fire. And this is going to be dope as well, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, every promo that he's cut is almost a classic. Like, it's like every week. They're like, yo, you heard Cody Rhodes' new promo? It's like, it's like this dude knows what he's doing. So, yeah, he's not winning. He doesn't need to win. He's already, like, his heat. Like, his momentum right now is, like, he doesn't need to win. He doesn't need a belt. He's just Cody fucking Rhodes. He's a fucking heartthrob right now, bro. He's fucking boy band status. You know what I'm saying? He got that fail-ass fucking (laughs) tattoo on his neck. Yo, that shit is ugly. (laughs) Looking like an after-school project. (laughs) Yo, this nigga's out here. Yo, the neckbeards are fucking... Going crazy for him, B. But you know what? Like, honestly, I think he spoke on it not only because of the uh, internet chatter, but it could it could do a lot too with what's going on backstage. You know, in the in the back. Yeah. Like, if other wrestlers, if he's gonna get a, that type of opportunity before people that's already been there, it's like what the fuck. So that's but- why I could see them just throwing this guy in there. Just to get him in there, because it's like he's been there from the beginning. Understandable, you know, because and it's also you know just for just for TV or whatever it is. But what I'm just trying to tell you is that like with this, it this should be able to build Lance Archer into that monster. It could be like niggas within the top ten, top five. Like yo, how you gonna try to jump me? Jump me in the standings, yo? I'm out here trying to get this chip. Word, come into the ring with me, and I'll show you why. You know, like. Exactly, like yo, I feel like like you're setting you're setting up people for him right now. Cause so then he's gonna be like, all right, I can't come after you. I'm gonna come after everybody under you until I get to you. And he's gonna have to he's gonna have to make a couple of niggas look silly. But I just don't want the internet being like, ah, this nigga came through, and this nigga is fucking fifteen years younger than him. He should he shouldn't be fucking treated like that. Yo, my nigga. And every fucking promotion, for as long as we ever known, the nigga on top usually is the oldest nigga there. Unless he's going to put over one of the young young guns. And that's it. Like, people got to get this notion out of their head. Like, yo, like, all the young boys are supposed to be up, up top. Then what happens when you fucking 35, 36, 37? What, you supposed to go back down the card? No, nigga. If you could still go, you could still go. You can still hold that gold and make it happen. 
I just feel like yo, 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 the wrestling fans right now, and I'm including myself. <laughs> yo, like they be saying some wild shit, Monica, and coming up with some wild, wild, just like crazy, crazy assumptions on shit. And then when you G check them on it, they're like, yeah, I guess, but you know, I just feel like you know they shouldn't do it. You know, like you know, like with Roman Reigns pulling out. Because of his uh his vulnerable immune system, you know I I can understand that because you know my 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 brother's going through the same shit right now. And to know that like yo Dave Meltzer was trying to downplay his cancer when he when he first when he first came out with it, saying that he he doesn't know he's like he got the good cancer he didn't get the bad cancer. What fucking cancer is good, bro? Is that like a legit quote? Yeah, my nigga. Like, he downplayed it, like, oh, no, he, you know, his cancer's not that serious. Fuck you mean it's not that serious, bro? Once you get cancer and you're out of it, you're in remission for life. Remission, meaning there's a possibility of it coming back. Like, how, how do you how do you even come up? And I just don't understand why niggas be listening to this fucking pendejo, bro. Wow, that's fucking wild. You know what I'm saying? And then I, and then I'm like, damn, you, people listen to him so much. That's why they probably hated Roman to begin with. And it's like, there's no way. Why would you hate this guy? He he checks off all the boxes for a champ, and you hate him. He he had he had to he had to go through he had to go through a period of uh, of chemo in order for people to like him. Shit is crazy, bro. Yeah, I don't think it's that serious. Está serio la cosa. I mean, someone like Roman Reigns already has made enough money that he doesn't need to put his life in jeopardy just to go out there. Oh, no, of course not. Of course not. That's why he, he pulled himself out. He pulled himself out. He made the right move. You know, he got kids at home too, man. He got a lot to think of. And you know what? As long as, as, long as people want to know about the inside scope of what's going on in the promotions and what's going on backstage and Dave Meltzer will always have a job. Oh, there will yeah. always be spoilers. Hell yeah. Like this shit is not gonna go anywhere. Like the fucking opinions of people aren't gonna go anywhere. Where would we be and without like I said, it? <laughs> I guarantee you. But I just mean like the shit that just goes like See, some people just, they go online and they just want to give their opinion on everything. Yeah. And even if it's them shitting on somebody, they want to give that opinion up. And I think, like, that just, again, it just speaks to the age we're in right now. And I guarantee you that more than half of those people don't really feel that way. They're just doing it because, again, they can say what they want with no repercussions. Nobody is going to check them except another faceless person replying to what they're saying. Who knows who they are? Who gives a fuck? I'm going to just say what I want. Like, it's stupid. That's why I put no no value in most of the shit that I see online when it comes to, like, the comments and shit. Yeah. I look at the comments for, like, just comedy. Like, because I know niggas is going to just say the most crazy, wildest shit. <laughs> Definitely. But I don't look at it like to check the temperature of how people are feeling about a, a, a situation. I really don't. But it's just crazy to to think that like people could get this hot about it, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? Like people, people, like everybody says, wrestling fans is a, is a different breed, bro. It's a different breed. Like yo, the way the way people handle themselves and the way they way they're just very like, you know, loose about everything they're saying. Like there, there's no type of fucking chill. Like that that shit that shit is wild, B. Shit is wild. They also say that you never want to smell the seat of a wrestling fan. Well, guess what? I wipe my ass. I clean my ass. <laughs> we be looking different out here, my nigga. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Super different. Shout out to my neckbeards though, man. Yeah, shout out to the neckbeards, bro, because I'm definitely growing one with this quarantine, my nigga. My nigga, you don't even want to know. <laughs> you don't even want to know what I look like right now. Yo, dude, no lie, I bought myself some clippers. Uh, yo, it's going to get to, because I knew it was going to get to a point where I'm looking at it, and I'm like, nah, this ain't me. This ain't nice. This ain't, this ain't me that, you know, go get a cut every week. This is not this guy. It's definitely not some, this guy. Some breaking news. I didn't know if it's true or not, but... I heard that Trump was talking about doing, like, a really strict quarantine for, like, New York, Connecticut, and somewhere else. Well, I don't, it's, it's, about a couple, it's about a week or two too late. See that. You know what I'm saying? It's about a week or two too late. Everybody should have been home. If you ain't got if you ain't got no business outside, if you ain't gotta go get some medication, if you ain't gotta go get bread, milk, and uh eggs for the crib, if Yeah, bro. You know, and if for everybody that wanna work out, yeah, you wanna go on a run, make it a half an hour run, come right back home, bro. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if you got it, go to Amazon and buy yourself a fucking treadmill, bro. Like there's no reason for anybody to be outside right now, man. No reason whatsoever. The less that we're outside, the less that we're going to see that number jump. As they say, hashtag, flat, flatten the curve. Yeah, if only we had, like, some really, really shitty-ass weather. Like, it was mad cold, snow. Niggas <laughs> are probably still trying to be outside. Hence today. <laughs> Fucking raining crazy out here all day today, man. I didn't even notice, bro. I've been working all day. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm out here. I got the window <laughs> open. I'm looking at the rain come down. But anyways, I mean, listen. I'm telling you, bro. As soon as that first event happens, where, like, the, the arenas are open again and it's, and it's cool to go out again, yo... Pro wrestling is going to be the one to make the most money. Because they were there for us when we needed them. When we needed something. Something to watch. Yo, let me ask you. like, What's it going to take for you to go back to an event? What do you mean? Like, now, you know, quarantine is over. My bad. Quarantine is over. They're letting everybody back outside. They had the first event. Are you going to that first event? Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Nah, not me. Not you. He's like no, no me, man. Not this guy. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna stay on. I think I'm gonna stay on quarantine mode. Like probably like three to six months after. 
quarantine the... is over. Oh, really? Yeah, bro. I'm not going to no big events. I'm not going to no clubs, no bars. Nah, no, nah, 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 nah. Crazy. None of that. None of that. Like, I'll go, you know, I'll go out to eat with the wife. I'll go, go get a cut. And, you know, indie events are small, bro. You know what I'm saying? Indie events are small. I'll just, I'll just, you know, get, get my space and make sure I stay six feet, bro. That's it. Well, most of the indie events I go to, proper hygiene is oh, not practiced. Not at all. So I'm gonna have to get nose plugs and shit. And I can't imagine neckbeards being responsible during these times. <laughs> the microbials are flowing. <laughs> oh, the microbials, the parasitos are out here. <laughs> Yo, man, it's it's insane, bro. It's insane, but. I'll tell you this, man. A couple of months down the line, you know, there's a SummerSlam. Hopefully, August. You know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind touching down in the arena and seeing that, bro. Yeah, you never know. We might have our first live podcast soon too. Oh yes, my friend. Oh yes, everything's look. Everything's looking good over at the twenty by twenty. So let's see what happens, you know what I'm saying? Coming to an establishment near you. Aye. Yo, for real, man. But yeah, man, this is crazy times, bro. Crazy times, man. We just got everything flipped on our fucking heads, man. This shit is and, and fast. crazy times. And fast, too, man. It happened quickly. It really did. It happened quickly, man. So, yo, let me ask you something. Have you been hearing anything new? Um, there's so much new music out right now. Yo, dude, to be honest, I didn't even know Jeezy put out something new, bro. <laughs> I I just I just seen that this morning, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Jay Z? No, Jeezy, Jeezy. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's yo, check this out. It's seven tracks, and it's 17 minutes long. Everything's about two and a half minutes. <laughs> like this is what this this is where the music game is going to. This is crazy, bro. Oh shit! I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, man. That uh, Joiner Lucas. I I heard a couple of things off of that. It sounded pretty good. What you think of that uh, that Will Smith shit he did? The video's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah the video's dope. The video's dope. I like I like what he did there. It it was you know it's something new. You know what I mean? It's it's. A lot of the shit just gets really repetitive, especially from a from a visual point. Like it, it's not like nobody's putting any type of like work into visuals anymore. They're just getting a, a dope director with a camera and just doing like regular random shit, regardless of what the song's about. Yeah. Um. One thing about that song, and one thing I noticed about Jordan Lucas in general, is like. He makes, like, all his rap music, like, be having themes and shit. Yeah. This is the same dude that made that song with the, with the skinhead talking to the black kid and vice versa. And I forgot what it was called, but it was, like, a, it was a pretty powerful video, man. Oh, you're talking about um this dude. Uh, damn, what's his name again? Uh, it's Joyner Lucas. Was it Joyner Lucas? 
Cause that that reminded me of some shit that uh that um the white boy from New York did. Oh shit, what is his name? His name just went. Damn, hold on, hold on. I got I gotta get his name because Oh damn, I can't believe I just I Yo, my mind went into like shit right now, dude. The name of the Jordan Lucas song I'm talking about is called I'm Not a Racist. I'm not a racist. Oh, that kid, uh, Marlon Kraft. Oh, no, nah, I'm not talking about him. No, I know you're not. I'm just saying that it, it sounds like something he did. He's all right. I'm not, I'm not super impressed with him. Yeah, I, I, no, he's pretty good. I, I think he's all right. I think he's all right. Something different from New York, you know? Something different that's pretty much the same, yeah. That's pretty much the same? Pretty much. Uh, I'm just waiting, right. I'm just waiting for that that new Conway shit. Oh yeah, with Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm waiting on that, bro. Cause I see he got uh Cormega on the album. Yeah, you know he but he put that Grammy Queens music alive. Yeah, he put out a he put out a joint too. Uh, from that from that project. Mega. No, 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 Conway. Ah, oh, damn. Who does he have on that? I was just oh, Schoolboy Q. That joint is pretty dope. Shooting sideways. That's from that Alchemist shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, they put that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you know what? Let's go with that right there. Perfect. I haven't even heard that joint yet. Yeah, let's go with that right there. We're gonna go with Conway the Machine. Featuring Schoolboy Q uh, shooting sideways. But, you know, guess what? This was episode 98. We're two away from 100. And we're probably going to have to Damn. do this shit quarantined, my nigga. Damn, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. We're going to have to do episode 100 quarantine. That means for the second year anniversary, if everything is good, two, three months down the line, you should be all right, man. I'm locked up. They won't let me out. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, we're like, yeah, we're like about a month and a half. No, a month and a half. I said two, three months down the line. We're about a month and a half away from two years, kid. It's crazy. It's crazy. Time is, time is flying, man. Yeah, but time is also the essence, baby. We got to take it and, you know, make it, to, make it into something. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But this was episode 98 of the 20 by 20 podcast. And we are your host, Nathan McFly, with... Shinigam Woodrow, man. Once again, keep your monkey ass at home. (laughs) And love who you love. (laughs) Don't go to the hospital. Don't call your local hospital unless you're fucking dying. Keep your ass in the crib. Stay clean. Stay safe. Love who you love. (laughs) We out here, 20 by 20. What else? That all. (laughs) (laughs) And shout out to the nation of domination. Hey, I didn't shout about. Nah, bro. Son, yo, work is so trash, bro. (laughs) Wow. Yo, shout out to the nation of domination. Shout out to Los Boricuas. (laughs) (laughs) We are here, man.
my, I need my motherfucking twisted, twisted face on Mount Rushmore, hip hop. I carved my shit up, chest me in, man.